This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Tuesdays, the Tuesday evening show, 24 October, Year of Our Lord, 2022. Thank you, Memphis. Uh, we'll get back to that. So a lot going on. The uh, the truncated, um, what do you call it? It's the presentations, candidate forums. They're going to do that now. I think they may actually start voting tonight. I think some people are going to say, hey, let's get on with this. Although, as we say, chaos is our, chaos is our friend here. Why are we in a hurry? So they shut the government down on the 17th. And don't tell me about all oh, the whole world. The bill, and this is why you got to read Politico, the supplemental, I think, is dead in the water. And that is because of you. I cannot emphasize enough. And I'm glad I got some time here. I've only got two guests in this hour. I got uh, Navarro, who I want to go through a bunch of stuff with. And I've got um, Naomi. There's so much stuff going on in the vaccine and everything dealing with that that we got to get her up here. But I'll give you continual updates. So there's four or five candidates running. I didn't see Byron Donald's name, but th- that may or may not happen uh, as they go on. And uh, it looks like Hearns versus Johnson, if I had to throw out a couple of ideas of the, the two that finished second and third in the, in the earlier round today. I love the idea of President. I'm, kidding, I'm not kidding. I wanted President Trump to be an interim from the very first time that McCarthy took over back in, uh, in January. And for 100 days, the reason here was that he would, he would step aside one year from the day that he's going to take over as the 47th president of the United States, that would be the 20th of January, 2024, would be one year to the day he puts his hand on the Bible and uh, takes the oath to God and to heaven to defend this country and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And we have a lot of enemies that are foreign, but man, oh man, we got, I think, even more enemies that are domestic. I mean enemies, not people you disagree with, enemies, big difference. You can always disagree, and that's the nature of the American political system, but these folks are enemies. The enemies because of, um, you see everything going on with the administrative state, the deep state, taking people like Dr. Peter Navarro, uh, chaining him up like a dog. What was Peter Navarro's crime? Peter Navarro's crime was that he was President Trump's top advisor about bringing manufacturing jobs back for working Americans. That was his crime number one, that he was going to take on Wall Street the corporatists that want to send factories all over the world for cheap labor uh, in Silicon Valley. His second crime, and I think this one was more unforgivable, according to the elites, was that he was one of the top advisors, along with Stephen Miller and myself, about the southern border. He was the economic component part of that, of how do you secure the southern border? 
How do you secure the southern border in partnership with Mexico? And if Mexico wasn't going to be a good partner, would then they were going to get hit upside the head with a two-by-four of tariffs. And it got their mind right. That's why they deployed, I think it was 18,000 Mexican Marines uh, to the border. And I saw that in action. We did, we built the wall. It was right when, uh, right at that same time, they started deploying the Marines up. And you could tell it took a totally different take later after we built the wall than before we had the cartels. If you've ever seen the movie, uh, uh, was it uh, Sicario? That's right there at the, where he built the wall, right there in Juarez. It totally changed. Why did it change? Peter Navarro's biggest crime to the elites which was securing this country from the invasion that they have both developed, initiated, and exacerbated. I want to bring in Dr. Peter Navarro. Doctor, your range is unbelievable, and your historical knowledge is unbelievable. I've got to talk to you. In fact, if we do this now, we're going to do some producing live. If my crack producing team in Memphis and, and Grace and Mo, if you can go to my Getter account, I've got a story that's the Washington Post syndicate. They put it up on, I think, I think it was the Seattle paper. I've got it up there about the deficit. Where in print, the Washington Post says the deficit was $2 trillion. They go and reverse the gimmick of taking out the three or $400 billion of Biden's illegitimate uh, uh, payment of the, uh, of the student loans or, get, or writing that off the books. You can't do that. So once you, take the, once you take the gimmick away, it was $2 trillion this year. I think $2,200,000 two or $200 million, according to the Washington Post. But I want to get that up and in print. If somebody can highlight that when I get it up. Uh, Navarro, your, your piece in the Washington Times is, is, is quite brilliant. And I think it, because I've been doing a lot, uh, people are telling me, I'm, I've spent a lot of time talking to people that are in, in theater or in the region. They're telling me that the IDF, because I've had big concerns about the IDF not being the Jewish Spartans of 67 or 73. They're telling me that morale there is at an all-time high, that they are really getting ready for this ground campaign, that they're loosening up with the air campaign, which I think is hitting 400 targets a night. And I understand the international community is going, going uh, crazy. Uh, the, uh, in fact, if we have that queen, uh, the queen of Jordan, we can play that in a little while. If we have that booted over from uh, Denver, I want to play that. Peter Navarro, tell me about this story in the Washington Times, uh, brother. Tell me about uh, your analogy to the tunnels of uh, the Muslim Brotherhood Hamas uh, in Gaza, in uh, what the uh, U- U.S. military faced in Vietnam. Yeah, Admiral, look, uh, you're one of the, the best students, not just of history, but of military warfare. And um, I was 18 years old uh, when the Tet Offensive happened in 1968 in Vietnam. And that was an offensive that, that caught the entire U.S. military command by surprise, uh, the Viet Cong, North Vietnamese, took a lot of casualties, but from a propaganda point of view, it was a, just a, a, a total victory. It turned to the tide of the war. And the operation itself was basically happened because of these incredible tunnels that the Viet Cong had built over years that were starting underneath Saigon, now, now Ho Chi Minh City. They went all the way 150 miles to the Cambodian border. And it would be these tunnels coupled with the Ho Chi Minh Trail that went through Laos and Cambodia and bring down all the munitions, food, and everything they needed that really were the ultimate weapons uh, that led to the first American defeat in any war in our history. And what these tunnels would be used for is they, they were so big, Steve, 
underneath the ground that they had theaters where they had their own versions of Bob Hope come and, and cheer the troops. But the worst part was they'd have these gorillas pop up like underneath Tonsonute Air Force Base, right in the middle of Saigon, just destroy in sapper routes, and they'd go back down. And it was just, just chaos. And the American command did not understand the strategic significance. The best they could do, and they only recognized it late, was to create this brigade of what were called tunnel rats, where these guys were, were sent down. You had to be like my size. You had to be small guys to go in there because big guys wouldn't fit. They'd give them a gun and a flashlight. It was pathetic. Now, fast forward to the Gaza Strip. Okay, This is a 26-mile-long, three-and-a-half to seven-and-a-half-mile stretch of hell. Okay, Steve? It's very small. There's 300 miles of tunnels beneath the Gaza Strip, and some of those go in to Israeli communities to the point where these people will be sitting on the border in these Israel communities, and they'll complain to the government they can hear the friggin' digging, right? And so um, Hamas itself has boasted that these tunnels are far more effective and elaborate. So. Here's the thing. Israel cannot exist in peace with security, with Gaza next to them, with all of these tunnels underneath, because the tunnels, first of all, they're the main rocket launchers. OK, they got like they got they, they send these rockets down the tunnels. They can put them anywhere. They pop up. They detonate them remotely and thousands of rockets stream into Israel. That happens all the time. What they also do is they go under uh, the in, under the border into these Israeli communities, which, which they, for example, which they just did, and they'll kidnap people, kill people, and destroy. Um, they just create mayhem. So the thesis of the piece, it's in the Washington Times. Uh, it's a really important article, Steve. It argues the case that yep. Israel must just invade Gaza, and their mission is to take out. Not just the Hamas leadership, but they have to take out the tunnels, Steve. It, it must be done. And world opinion is going to be against them. Um, we don't want to get drawn into that. And I don't want this country to get drawn into that. But it, every Israeli right now has to understand okay. that they can't have peace okay. as long as those tunnels are there. But it's no. going to be hell to okay. try to destroy them. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to have an, an, a, a, a brilliant young man. A Jewish individual is um, at Notre Dame and has written a credible piece in Newsweek about why Israel doesn't need and doesn't want American combat troops or American uh, help here. That's their fight and they got to do it. That being said, yes. th look, the American army, let's go back to Vietnam. They, in a lot of the Tet turned out, also had the, the regular, you know, one just the Viet Cong that came out of nowhere. Oh, they it's also North had the regular Army. Yeah, it, it was full North, war. Excuse me, North Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't, the American command never took that seriously until it got sprung on them. And then they realized, I actually met some of the tunnel rats years ago in New York. They had, a, they had like a community of, of, yeah. of like a, what, alumni society. Brand, just, I'd say the, the Vietnam... Yeah, no, it, and, and there are stories of the Americans going down there and seeing the sophistication of the labyrinth that was built. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, many units of the Viet Cong living down there 
They, they yes. were they were actually blown away, and they thought about it too late. Here's the problem with the tunnels here. They've actually correct me if I'm wrong. I think they even have almost like a mini rail line, or they have they have yeah. they have certain tracks. I mean, they're moving equipment. They also go down many levels. They've been working on this for decades. This is just well, not this, something. By the way, there's, go a, in. there's a Chinese component here in the sense that that Mao, you go back to the day underneath communist China, there's the most sophisticated tunnel operations, and I'm sure they've weighed in. Um, with, with Hamas, I mean, these things are like major, yes. major highways. Stephen, you know, what the, one of the things yes. they're going to do, I write about this in the Washington Times uh, op-ed, is is uh, they're, they're as we speak, they've taken major roads in Gaza, right, and the tunnels that are underneath them, they've laced them with with uh, explosives. They've done the same thing with big buildings, and when the Israeli troops come in, they're going to wait. And as soon as they got like a, a column of, of tanks coming in and a bunch of it, they'll, they'll blow the road up. Or if people mass in the building, they'll blow that up. I mean, it's it, it's just it's just unbelievable what's down there. So, Peter, how do you win? You saw what happened in the in the hospital fiasco. I happen to be we were monitoring you know, we were monitoring BBC as we always do, MSNBC and CNN. When that rocket from 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 the Muslim Brotherhood from Hamas fell short in the parking lot, BBC had a Chiron on there. You know, Israeli missile hits hospital, five hundred dead. I mean, in like thirty seconds. Hamas is very sophisticated in the information war. Please explain to me, in our trying to help our ally Israel. How do you go through a, a labyrinth like this that's multi-levels, has very sophisticated logistics to it, even like, you know, many, not trains, but they can move huge carts yeah. around, they can move logistics around, and, and they've set traps, everything's booby-trapped. How can you go with the types of casualties yeah. you're going to take in the IDF, but more importantly, yeah. the types of casualties you're going to take civilians everywhere and not have the information warfare part come in and try to shut down Israel immediately? Well, see, that's the amazing thing here, Steve, is, it, look, we got two two nations that are probably at the top of the technological food chain, right? Israel and the United States. For whatever reason, there's no tunnel fix. We don't have technology now that can effectively detect tunnels. And if we detect them, there's no kind of magic fix to take them out. So what that tells me, Steve, is that this Gaza invasion is going to probably be years. Israel just going to go have to go in, be very careful about what they're doing. Uh, Egypt is using flooding the tunnels as a technique. Uh, but you, what you can't do, Israel tried this in 2021, uh, you can't just do the bunker bombs. You, you can't play that game. It doesn't work because these things are down so far and built so well. So, I mean, it's a mess. But at the end of the day, Israel cannot exist with peace and security if those tunnels exist. It's just so. So what do you do? And and there's going to be all this this pearl clutching pressure on Israel now from all around and including right here in the U.S. Congress for them not to do what needs to be done. You do the two. Can you imagine a two state solution, Steve, where Israel surrenders territory? What happens? What, what happened in the Gaza Strip? Hamas went in hang, there, hang on. got elected, have, and then the they queen? stayed there. CNN? They're, they're just going to just going to build more tunnels, and it's death to jihad. Hang on, yeah. I got to get to economics. I got breaking news. By the way, ABC News 
And we're going to have yeah. some more updates on what's happening over the, the, the House. But I want the war and posse because you guys are on the tip of the spear of everything. Jonathan Carl, ABC News. My staff just given exclusive Jonathan Carl of ABC breaking this. Former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows was granted immunity in the Jan- in the 6th January probe. Meadows said Trump was, quote, dishonest, unquote, on election night, sources say. Jonathan Carl reports this is a major break with the former president by one of his most trusted and loyal lieutenants. So that's breaking news. We'll have more of that later in the show. Breaking news. Uh, Mark Meadows looks like he's granted immunity uh, for uh, for testimony in on J6. Uh, Peter Navarro. Uh, can I play? I want you to listen. This was on CNN this afternoon. This is OK. Yeah. I'm going to set this up. This is the Queen of Jordan. This is the Queen of Jordan. Jordan, a country that the United States virtually underwrites. And this is the aristocracy of Jordan, of which I think uh, two thirds of the population are Palestinian. Let's 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 hear her uh, talking to the reporters at CNN. In a CNN exclusive, Jordan's Queen Rania is calling out what she says is a glaring double standard by Western leaders. Speaking to my colleague Christian Amanpour just a short time ago, the Queen criticized leaders in the Western world who condemn the Hamas attacks but stand by Israel's bombing of Gaza and do not call for a ceasefire. Listen. Can I ask you first, as an Arab, as a Palestinian, as a human being, a mother, how you're feeling ever since October 7th? Well, look, Christian, I cannot begin to describe to you the depth of the grief, the pain, and the, uh, the shock uh, that we are feeling here in Jordan. All of us are united in this grief, regardless of our origin. Uh, we are just, just can't believe the images that we're seeing every single day coming out of Gaza. We're going to bed uh, seeing those images and waking up to them. You know, I don't know how to, you know, as a mom, We've seen uh, Palestinian mothers who've had to write the names of their children on their hands because the chances of them being shelled to death, of their bodies turning into corpses, are so high. I just want to remind the world that Palestinian mothers love their children just as much as any other mother in the world. And for them to have to go through this is just unbelievable. And equally, I think the people all around uh, the Middle East, including in Jordan, we are just shocked and disappointed by the world's reaction to this catastrophe that is unfolding. In the last couple of weeks, we have seen you know, a glaring double standard uh, in the world. When October 7th happened, the world immediately and unequivocally uh, stood by Israel and uh, its right to defend itself and condemned uh, the attacks that happened. But when we, what we're seeing the last couple of weeks, we have, we're seeing silence in the world. Um, you know, the countries have stopped just expressing concern or acknowledging the casualties, but always with a preface of declaration of support uh, for Israel. And, uh, you know, okay, are we being ahead. told? I don't have time to play. And maybe tomorrow morning, I'll get it. They had a former Israeli ambassador who's a pretty classy guy. He went off when they played this for him on CNN. I mean, went off. So, Peter. I yeah. got the tunnels. I got the logistics problem. I yeah. got what the IDF has to do. They're training every day. You're seeing the information warfare component of it right there. So tell me what's going to happen when the beloved Queen of Jordan and the rest yeah. of the crew down there 
start are on you and on the three-star Marine General and on the IDF and on BB and all the military advisors, sir, as they go through block by block to take out the Muslim Brotherhood terrorist. Well, a couple of things come to mind when I when I see the Queen era of Jordan. I mean, first of all, <laughs> Jordan is not letting a single refugee from the Gaza Strip in, nor is Egypt. Why is that, Steve? Okay, think about this. About half of the population is under the age of about 20, okay? Think about that. The unemployment rate is about 60%. And these mothers that the Queen's talking about, basically what they're doing is creating children for the brainwashed factory of Hamas to teach them. The only thing they, they have left to do there is to turn them into death to Israel jihadists. And it's just, it's just the worst kind of situation. I'll be the first to tell you that nobody should have to live in the Gaza Strip. That is a stretch of hell beyond imagination. But at the same time, nobody in Israel should have to live by the Gaza Strip, which has 300 miles of tunnels laced with all manner of weapons, eventually of mass destruction. Peter, and now Peter, of Peter, 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 Peter. Peter, yeah. three and a half billion. Now, the, 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 the package, I think, is dead because of the war room posse has already been yeah. manning the ramparts and letting the Senate know about this. And Politico is reporting that now. That doesn't mean they're not going to try to jam every piece through. But in the Israel piece, I think there's three and a half billion dollars just set aside for Hamas, the political operation in Gaza. Your it's thoughts just, about that? It's just this is friggin' insane. This is friggin' insane, and this is why I wrote this piece, Steve. Anybody who reads this piece in the Washington Times or, dare I say, my substack, peternavarro.substack.com, anybody who reads this piece will understand that the only solution that Israel has is to go into Gaza and destroy that tunnel system. That's the only solution. Then they have to do it, and it's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be even worse, Steve, if Hamas is allowed to keep doing what they're doing. Hamas stands for everything in this world which is abhorrent. They, they uh, let's remember this, they, they, they got in through leadership through a democracy vote. And as soon as they got that vote, they kept power. Okay, boom, fascist, fascist terrorist state. And all they have done is kill people on the Israeli side of the border and train people on the Gaza Strip to be terrorists. And so, I mean, something's got to give here. Does not Amanpour recognize the, the, what's going on beneath that Gaza Strip? I mean, think about it, Steve. It's 26 miles long. They got 300 miles of tunnels crisscrossing that. There's nowhere where the IDF can go. Walking, tanks, however they're traveling through the Gaza Strip, where there's not a tunnel beneath them. And this is why the Vietnam history is so important. This was just like the tunnels of Kuchi around Ho Chi, Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon, which is emanating out where our yeah. troops, they're walking, they're, it's like there's nothing around. And these guys pop out of the tunnels and shoot them and kill them. That's what, that's what Hamas Peter. is doing. Yeah. I need. I want to pivot. Give me a couple of minutes. Uh, the Washington Post has finally announced that yes, uh, only four point four uh, uh, billion dollars, or four hundred forty billion dollars came in, not five hundred billion in uh, in in taxes. 
um, so that it was a six hundred yeah. billion dollar miss because of slowing economy. The actually, when you take the gimmicks out, the Washington Post reports, as Warren has said now for months, it is a two trillion dollar deficit. Give me your give me your thoughts right now. When you got a seven hundred, you got a seven trillion dollar spending bill yeah. that they're going to push through a hundred billion dollar supplemental. Uh, the you've been found the bond market. It's absolutely uh, in, on fire in a negative way. What's going on here? What's the Fed going to well, say tomorrow? Steve, What's the solution? I, yeah, you, you look the big short. That was all about how people made so much money in the 2007, 2008 crash. We're, we're having the big short 2.0 right here. It's the bond market for the last two years. It's been carnage. But as we speak, and there's not a lot of people paying attention to this other than folks like me. It's like that stock market is about to roll over and have one of the worst corrections in its history. I mean, it, it's just you can see it. It's like this slow moving train wreck. Why is that? We're we're having this like, oh, the growth numbers are great. The unemployment numbers are great. Why? Because of this fiscal spending on steroids, which is unsustainable, which is driving up interest rates and prices. And eventually the whole thing implodes and that's where we're going to and good for you steve for pointing out that the 1.7 trillion dollar deficit which is bad enough is actually two trillion or more because of all the funny money let me just say a little bit tongue-in-cheek but maybe half serious here is i like you interim speaker is like i agree with you the boss has got a lot on his plate how about russ vote we need somebody in there who will at least hold the line on debt reduction and the border. Those two, look, I, how do you put a speaker in charge of the Republican House who's in support of this reckless spending at levels we've never Amen. seen in our history, Amen. which is going to take this country down at the same time country that down. we have the biggest invasion on our border we've ever seen. This is I, Washington. Suicide. It's like it's like the imperial capital in the Hunger Games. Again, they're so out of touch. <laughs> With the rest of the country now, it's just ridiculous. Peter, give I want your Substack, all your social media. Yeah. How do people get to you, brother? Because you are on fire. This Washington <clears throat> Times piece is a must read. People, please, please, please. PeterNavarro.substack.com. PeterNavarro.substack.com. You can get the, the podcast version and the article, but go support the Washington Times. They are doing the best op-ed articles in this country right now. Big. It's just, they're right on point. This is Big. one of the most important ones I've ever written because this is what we're gonna be living with over the next year or two, and depending on how that goes. So PeterNavarro.substack.com. Uh, Admiral, uh, I have to congratulate you and the posse for what happened uh, with uh, Tom Emmer today. That is all the posse, Peter. They that did an the amazing posse, job, brother. made history again. That is the posse. With a little Thank you, brother. Thanks. The Washington Times is on fire. The article's great. Short commercial break. We're going to come back, update you. 8 o'clock, they start voting, I believe. Naomi Wolf next. Last month, the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies and digital IDs on their respective populations. No, I'm not making that up. That is a fact. Central bank digital currencies essentially allow the government to track every purchase you make. They could even allow officials to prohibit you from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. Let that sink in for a second. 
In essence, they enable the government to take more control over your personal finances. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. If you want a physical asset held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, you should call Birch Gold 2. But learn for yourself. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and they'll send you a free info kit on gold. The easiest way to become a Birch Gold customer, if you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer just gathering dust, Birch Gold can help you convert it into IRA into gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Bannon to 989898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then call Birch. Because if digital currency becomes a reality, and trust me, they're on the path to make it so, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. It's only worked for 5,000 years of mankind's history. Let Birch Gold work for you. Bannon. 989898, text it right now. I am the last person on earth to nag you about your diet. I think you can see I don't always make the healthiest food choices either. But I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens every morning. Unlike the others, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like heart, lungs, kidneys, and immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast. You feel better with more energy, and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Now, let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. More energy. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And you'll get what the Mayo Clinic says is what you need in fruits and vegetables every day. Fieldofgreens.com, code Bannon. Take agency, do it today. Action, action, action. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at $250 savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code STEVE. 
That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action, use your agency, do it today, get the benefits of the sale. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, a couple of things we're getting a lot more. I don't have time now. In fact, I want to do it when I have time. So the Washington Post article, they agreed that it is a $2 trillion deficit. Now, why is that important? <laughs> because we can't finance it. The Chinese are selling their bonds at the quickest uh, ever. The Japanese insurance companies are not buying them. The Fed even can't buy it right now because it's just going to throw more gasoline on inflation. I mean, we're in a jam. And we told you at the time they cut that debt deal that they were lying to you. This is the important part. They were lying to you, and now we've proven it mathematically. There's going to have massive implications. They got the $100 billion, $100 billion supplemental up there right now. Now, that's falling apart because of this audience. The, the work you did today, and let me just remind people historically why important. If you take McCarthy and Scalise and Emmer, that is the Speaker of the House, the majority leader in the whip. We have eviscerated, we decapitated what old leadership was of the D.C. cartel. That is this, this lobbyist, corporatist, Wall Street, Silicon Valley that controls the nation's capital through these puppets up there. You've decapitated a 10 or 12 year project of their staffs, of their operatives. This is, this is deep, deep rooted. You've taken them out of leadership. Now, McCar the Spectre McCarthy is still there. I do understand from grace and mode they're actually not going to vote tonight. I think there are presentations tonight. And then I believe they're going to come back tomorrow morning and start this whole process over we start today. So it's still a long way to go. But the Specter McCarthy, he's going to be trying to cut every deal in the book. Still wants to get his hand back in there. We're going to have a lot more coverage. I'll be up on Getter throughout the night and then uh, obviously tomorrow morning. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Uh, more than ever, particularly as you check your bond portfolio and ask your broker, Hey, do I get a discount in the fees because uh, the government bonds you put me in are now trading at 50 cents on the dollar? Ask them that. That's an interesting conversation. Have that conversation. Then call the folks over Birch Gold and find out about why gold has been a hedge against times of turbulence for, I don't know, 5,000 years, maybe longer. Let's say maybe 10,000 years of mankind's history. So go check it out. Uh, also, the alternative economy. You know, we've, we've given a platform to voices. When they first start, people say, well, these people are screwballs. And then it turns out over time, uh, they were right and the experts were wrong. This is why we're helping build this alternative economy with companies like Public SQ. Go to publicsquared.com. Check it out. If you're a provider of goods and services, you can list for free. If you're someone looking for goods and services from companies who don't hate you, <laughs> is that a different thing? Companies that don't hate you. I think there's 70,000 companies that are listed now. So go check it out. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, Public SQ. It's totally free. Download the app and have at it. I got a short clip. Naomi Wolf, we've been so busy on all this stuff, all the fighting up on Capitol Hill. The, uh, the great uh, war, th third world war that's now centered in the Middle East with our ally Israel with its back to the sea. Uh, and of course, uh, the invasion of the southern border. We haven't spent enough time with Naomi and the team about everything that's going on. But Joe Biden has something today. Let's tee it up and bring in Naomi Wolf. Now, starting on day one, in the middle of the pandemic, we vaccinated a nation 
the greatest operational effort ever undertaken by this country, operational. And we did it with the, a strategy based on science, not on politics. Now, science is exploring whether the mRNA technology that brought us safe and effective COVID vaccines can be used against cancer. So it has everything to do with science and nothing to do with politics. Naomi Wolf, I know we got a lot to report. Uh, so catch us up with what's going on. I want to play that of of uh, of our beloved illegitimate uh, uh, regime head, Joe Biden, just to get you rolling. It's surreal. It's like living in two different universes, right? I mean, the news, I wonder if this is why he made that crazy announcement. The news today in our universe of alternative media and alternative scientists and doctors, um, and it has been for several days, is that these injections, both the Pfizer and the Moderna injection, are both adulterated. They're both contaminated. And what they're contaminated with is a material that causes cancer. So it's it's, you know, head explodingly weird that he's choosing this moment to do this, unless this is just his bad communication communications shop, which, as you know, or as I shared with uh, Natalie Winters, is all over um, embargoed or hidden emails that our lawyer Ed Berkovich brought to light um, pretty recently uh, in May of 2021. The White House, including a template for POTUS, which stands, if no one is aware of this, if anyone is not aware of this, for President of the United States, there was a template in these emails for him to be alerted to what this group was finding in April and May of 2021. And what they were finding was heart damage, heart damage to teens, and blood clot and lung clot um, and clotting damage, thrombotic thrombocytopenia. And instead of um, coming clean with us, they doubled down, including the White House, 15 names of the White House staff, including apparently POTUS, who was looped in, uh, to hide the damage to the American people. And you'll remember, and I'm recapping a bit, that 2021 was the year of the mandates. And the mandates came after they all knew the damage these injections were causing. And after the whole senior leadership, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Walensky, POTUS and his staff um, were, were CC'd on the fact that these injections were causing fatal, you know, damage that could cause fatalities. So let me skip ahead to the huge news of the last couple of, of days. Basically, multiple people in different places are finding the same thing, uh, which is that the vials of both Pfizer and Moderna are adulterated, as I just mentioned. And in journalism, when you have multiple people using different um, uh, sources of examination finding the same thing, that's confirmation. So there was Kevin McKernan, um, a distinguished, uh, he's got something called medicinal genomics, a, a really sophisticated lab in Beverly, Massachusetts. He tested both Pfizer and Moderna, and I went to his lab with a cameraman. I, I filmed this, um, and he found that there was uh, that, that the vials were contaminated with DNA fragments, fragments of DNA, and also plasmids that were um, grown essentially in E. coli, which is, you know, as you know, in in poop, in feces. Um, so he found that, but other people also examined the vials and have also been finding it. Um, 27 vials of Pfizer-Moderna vaccines uh, are 
contaminated at least, and other people have found the same thing, as I mentioned. For instance, Philip Buchholz, who is a cancer genomics professor at the University of South Carolina, had a viral presentation a week or two ago, um, and he also independently replicated the findings. So these, these files are contaminated. So what is this stuff? Why does it matter? Why is everyone um, sort of distraught? Well, a group of researchers uh, and our team, the War Room Daily Cloud team, added to their findings, found that the contamination process was a stealthy substitute for what Pfizer had disclosed to the FDA about their manufacturing process. It was very late in the game. So basically, um, there was something called process one that wasn't contaminated, had other problems of, as we've all discussed, the lipid nanoparticles, the spike protein, the mRNA. But then late, late, late in the game, uh, probably because it was difficult to scale process one to create vats and vats and vats of you know, liquid for these injections, um, they, they shifted, they did a bait and switch and they created something called process two. And process two is the contaminated um, injection material, which is easier to uh, scale, to produce large amounts, and but it's got SV40 in it. So what is SV40? SV40 is something that oncologists are very, very concerned about. Um, it's short for simian virus 40, and it is, you know, fragments of DNA that are kind of embedding into your into the nucleus of your cells, essentially. And the outcomes are unknown. But people who deal with cancer particularly are very concerned about SV40 because it is seen and understood as a carcinogen. It, it tells your body basically to stop doing the things that your body routinely does to keep cancer cells from replicating. Um, so people like Dr. Ryan Cole are incredibly concerned about it uh, because, you know, as he put it, these little circles of DNA can stay within the nucleus. Every time that cell divides, it's a problem. They're adulterated, they're contaminated. So should I pause there or go on to the kind of regulatory issues this raises? I'll just no, jump right in. Here's the, has, has, how did this all come up and how did it all come up? Why has this all come to the forefront right now? Well, that's a great question. So apparently there was a preprint in April uh, showing that in Canada, there were, were these adulterated vials. And I think it's kind of escalated uh, recently because Health Canada came forward, kind of their CDC and confirmed that there was contamination by SB40, and they also are kind of throwing Pfizer in the bus under the bus. They said that the manufacturers did not disclose the contamination with SB40 to Health Canada. So that's confirmation at a very high level. But also, you've got Kevin McKernan, you know, a few weeks ago finding the same thing that Professor Buchholz found, you know, a few weeks before that. Um, and a bunch of independent confirmation that these vials are adulterated. Um, and you've also got people like Ryan Cole explaining to everyone why it matters. Then you've also got people like our lawyers and Steve Kirsch and his lawyers uh, realizing that since Pfizer didn't disclose the adulteration, the contamination with SV40, 
to the FDA, and we know that they didn't because we have a fantastic tool called Abstractor, which searches these 450,000 documents. There was no mention of SVV40 in the Pfizer documents. Um, if they didn't disclose to the FDA, just like Health Canada says the manufacturers did not disclose the contamination to Health Canada, then that um, breaks apart the PrEP Act, and then everyone can sue because because adulteration, as Dr. Robert Malone points out, is like the number one reason you pull something like this off the market, and because it's obviously fraud if there's a process that's been used to manufacture these that creates a a, a faulty um, contaminated product with something in it that has not been disclosed. Do we have any record? I know they go to the FDA for thing, but we have any record of Fauci or the CDC or the task force on on the project Warp Speed? D didn't Warp Speed one of its reporting requirements was to the um, was 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 to the task force? Did they ever? Was there any to and fro? Any notes from the task force? Anything at all? that brought up anything about this, and at least in the small, short trials they, they, they attempted? Well, this is such a great question. And um, we were at an event in Rochester over the weekend. Um, I was there with the amazing Amy Kelly, and Dr. Malone was there, Dr. Cole was there. It was like a giant you know, think tank of these issues. And the moderator asked, you know, what happened? How is this possible? Like, how is it possible that this could have happened and, and Pfizer... Um, you know, sneaked it past the FDA, essentially, or did they disclose it? And basically, the FDA is supposed to read every document that Pfizer produces about the manufacturing process and about the trials. But she pointed out that our team has taken 21 months to read through 450,000 pages, and we're far from done, you know, issue 89 reports. And that because of Operation Warp Speed, the FDA took six weeks to review the same number of pages. So as she put it, and she's exactly right, there's absolutely no way they could have done pharmacovigilance. They couldn't, they couldn't have read what they were given. There's no way they could have processed it. But more importantly, mention of the SV40 isn't in the documents that we have seen. And, and we've done a search, like a digital. Do they have do they have a fiduciary do they have a ironclad fiduciary responsibility in this testing process as they're trying to develop these drugs, which should take seven years. Remember, warp speed crammed it into a, a much smaller amount. Do they does the company have a fiduciary responsibility to present this type of information to bodies they're reporting to? They're actually because government money went in to make this. Did they have a fiduciary responsibility to report that? I mean, without any question at all, um, it, it's it's adulteration. Uh, there is SB40 is associated with tumors, said Dr. Malone. Um, and he said, in my opinion, this, it is a smoking gun demonstrating the failure of the FDA to follow its own internal guidance and policies and international norms in regulating vaccines. It is the most egregious example I've ever seen. In a normal world, I would expect it. The vaccine would be pulled. So, and he went on to say that um, this is absolutely an example of adulteration and cause for withdrawal from the market. So without any Question. Okay, but 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 hang on, but hang on a second. And by the way, we're gonna have to get to the second part. I think tomorrow because this is to, to, this is what I don't get. If that's true, and for purposes of discussion, let's say it is. How can Biden at the White House stand up and say what he did today about the vaccines? That's why I played that clip at the beginning. How can he do this 
with this information out there? Is 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 a staff? Are they are they reckless? Are they because this is more than negligence? This is like reckless disregard. How can the White House staff, if this information is already out there, put Biden and others even in a bigger jam for responsibility by having that announcement the way Biden read it out today? When you ask a question like that, I just keep going back to that, you know, former Soviet KGB guy who talks about subversion and that one element in subversion is to confuse a population and just get them to the point where they can't tell truth from lies. I literally have no idea how an American president can stand there when when millions of people, because this is breaking through, like people are I don't want to freak people out, you know, but this is big news, you know, and it's especially big news because Pfizer told the FDA they were rolling out process one and then they did a bait and switch and they slipped process two, the adulterated version into our bodies. That's why I keep thinking this has got to be a bioweapon. This is a genius bioweapon. You get the FDA to say, okay, it's fine. And then you substitute something incredibly dangerous. And we're seeing turbo cancers, right? We're seeing um, cancers uh, duplicating among young, healthy people. I've seen data to that effect recently. People are very worried about turbo cancers. So the answer is, you know, I, I can't fathom it except as a distraction and a confusion, especially because the fact that they all knew and their emails are there in May of 2020 and when it covered it up is also in the news. Naomi, how do people, we got breaking news coming out about the, uh, about the speaker fight. I've got to get to, how do people get to you uh, over at daily cloud, get up to speed on everything that's happening. And then I'm going to talk to you after to try to get you back on tomorrow morning. Cause I want to walk through this in a little more systematic way. It's, it, it's blowing my head up. And particularly the fact that they're not doubling down, they're quadrupling down now, and something's got to give on this. And I want you to freak people out. This information, they should be freaked out about. Everybody has a right to. Do you see this information you've been sending me about what's what people are becoming relevant now? And look, there's been some odd, interesting movement in the Pfizer stock. Maybe we'll get into that tomorrow. Right? Some interesting things happening over there as a corporation. Uh, it's quite scary. So where do people go? Uh, dailyclout.io. You can read all these reports in the upper right-hand corner. You can order the Pfizer book on Amazon and my own book, uh, Facing the Beast, which tells the story of the War Room Daily Cloud volunteers is coming out shortly. You can pre-order it. Yeah, I want to get that up. Uh, by the way, we got to hold the Hank Williams thing because I got to get to this Fox. Also, I'm going to have to have you back on. This Naomi Klein, I've been following her. She is <laughs> super obsessed with you. It's like a weird... I don't even know, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to go to the underlying tension there, but it's like, she's like a stalker. Have you read this book? Have you seen her interviews? Have you seen her lectures? You know, Steve, we're busy. We're busy saving lives. I don't have time to read someone's, you know, preoccupation with me. I'm busy. There are important things happening. It's a it's a weird preoccupation. We get to that. Okay, Naomi Wolf, thank you. Have you? I'll talk to you later tonight. Hopefully, have you back thank on tomorrow. You so much. All right, thank amazing, you. Amazing, amazing. The team over there, the volunteers. I tell you, this audience, you're you're on so many fronts. It's incredible. I want to play. I was going to play Hank Williams again. We got to cancel that. We'll do it tomorrow. Let's play Fox News. Very interesting clip from the Brett Bear special report. Let's play it. Another candidate forum for speaker hopefuls tonight. Three of the GOP members who Emmer vanquished earlier are running again. Mike Johnson of Louisiana, Byron Donalds of Florida, and Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma also in the mix. Mark Green and Chuck Fleischman of Tennessee, 
and Roger Williams of Texas. Brett? Chad, I understand there's all kinds of things flying around here, but if the former president is going to weigh in and say that it has to be someone who was loyal to him with different votes in the past, how possibly are they going to get to the 217 if not getting Democrats to buy in to somebody? It is absolutely impossible. I spoke with Eli Crane earlier, and he said that was part of the difference here. He said the phone line started to light up, and they were just against Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer and former President Trump were never on the same page, Brett. By the way, that is you lighting up the phone lines, got the attention of the folks over at uh, Murdoch News. Okay, um, we're going to see you back here. I'll be up on Getter. Uh, Grace, all of us will be up on Getter. I'm sure there's going to be breaking news all night, so just check it out. Be back here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Make sure my Patriot Supply, now more than ever, make sure you're not caught unawares, you're not caught unprepared. Go check my Patriot Supply. Joe Reek and the team, they're absolutely the best. they got this great new product they put out today, the solar-powered generator. You're going to want to check it out. Be prepared, because i got to tell you, a lot of bad things are rolling our way, and this audience is at the ramparts to push it all back. Honored to be part of this, ladies and gentlemen. You've made history again today. Let's roll our sleeves and make it again tomorrow. See you back here at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time in the War Room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.